Now, you tell me this world isn't upside down. Elizabeth Warren blames Bitcoin for worsening climate change. This is coming from the Daily Wire. Uh, you may have, uh, you know, if you listen to this show, you know, last week I spoke about uh, Bitcoin, not just Bitcoin, but um, cryptocurrency becoming a um, hot topic and how these lawmakers are now, I wouldn't, I was going to say quietly, but they're, they're becoming more boisterous about regulating cryptocurrency. Well, you can add Elizabeth Warren, everyone's favorite political school teacher. You can add her to that list. Elizabeth Warren blames Bitcoin for worsening climate change. Now, you can't get more uh, socialist. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I started to say something. Let me let me stop. Um, let me get back. Let me let me get serious. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren is blaming Bitcoin for worsening climate change. So you mean to tell me, okay, so she's killing two birds with one stone here. She is addressing climate change, which is, again, like I've said before, this is like their next big crisis. Climate change. They're going to use their heart program to screw the weather up. Right? So you got that. And then you get the attack. You get to attack Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies in the process. She's killing two birds with one stone here. Supposedly, uh, she's a fighter for the people and she's fighting against uh, the elites. Supposedly, she's supposed to be a fighter for the people, a fighter for the little guys. But she's coming after Bitcoin. Okay, that's weird. Wouldn't you think? Again, this is from the Daily Wire. Senator... Elizabeth Warren, Democrat of Massachusetts, uh, demanded that her fellow federal lawmakers confront the growing use of cryptocurrency on Wednesday and blame Bitcoin for worsening the climate change crisis. Here we go. Here we go. I keep telling you, I'm, every time, I'm, I'm always, it's scary how accurate I can be sometimes. I wish I was wrong. Sometimes I look for good news, I can't find it. I'm always right about the bad. I'm, I'm, more often, I'm right about the bad than I am the good. Um, because there is no more good news, unfortunately. 
Speaking to a Senate banking um, subcommittee uh, subcommittee hearing, Warren, Warren, I said Warring. Yeah, you might as well call her Warring. Uh, Warren, who considers herself a consumer advocate and opponent of Wall Street banks. Oh, boy. Oh, she's so liberal. According to Yahoo News, <laughs> suggested that cryptocurrency is responsible for everything from an increase in international crime. Ooh, didn't I say that last week? Oh, they're going to say crypto is the reason for, oh my God, crime is increasing because of crypto. Criminals are using crypto. And you know they're going to use that word terrorist. Crypto users, crypto holders are involved and terrorist activity, criminal activity, criminal behavior. We must regulate crypto to ensure the safety of the people. If you people fall for this garbage, you ought to be hit with a broomstick upside the head multiple times. You cannot be this stupid. Enough, man. Damn it. Enough. Enough. Stop letting these people insult your intelligence. All right, all right, all right. Let me get back. Let me get back. Uh, where was I? Again, this is the Daily Wire. Uh, com. I'm reading their article. Um, let me get back to the article. It says here, um, the so-called, she's supposed to be the consumer advocate and opponent of Wall Street banks, according to Yahoo News, suggested that cryptocurrency is responsible for everything from an increase in, in international crime, not just crime, international crime, to a spike in carbon emissions. Uh-oh. So not only is cryptocurrency the cause of an increase in international crime, but it is also it is also causing a spike in carbon emissions. And Lord knows, right now at this very moment, the greatest concern in America and in the entire world. Oh my God. It's carbon emissions. Because screw everything else. Screw the border. Screw everything that actually matters. Screw the businesses that oh the businesses that are no longer in existence due to the pandemic and the shutdowns that we mandated. No, the only thing that matters is Climate change, climate change, climate change. So, um, so then it goes on to say in the article, cryptocurrency has created opportunities to scam investors, assist criminals, and worsen the climate crisis, Warren said in the hearing. 
the threats posed by crypto show to show that Congress and federal regulators, there to go with that word regulate again, can't continue to hide out hoping that crypto will go away. It won't. It's time to confront these issues head on, end quote. So again, once again, I was right. Um, I know these people like the back of my hand. Um, I know what their game plan is. I know what their agenda is. Anybody that has been following and keeping up with these elites, anybody that knows um, their plans, what their agenda is and how they're moving us towards this one world government. They know exactly what the game plan is. It's the people that are asleep that enable the powers that be to continue to push forward their agenda. It's the people that are still sleep, the people that don't care, all of those people that just want to look at sports and reality shows and occasionally they'll watch something, you know, what they deem as news, like CNN. I don't, for who the hell watches CNN anymore? It's the most discredited news channel or, or, you know, cable news channel that there is. But people that are actually paying attention know exactly what these people are doing. You know, and this is clear as day. You can see exactly where this is heading as far as cryptocurrency is concerned. They are moving in on cryptocurrency. If you think you're just going to have your cryptos and everything's going to be all good, just wait. I guarantee you they're going to create some kind of crypto crisis. They're going to stage some kind of crypto terrorists. They're going to link some kind of terrorist activity to crypto and then boom, there you go. They're going to move in and regulate the hell out of your cryptocurrencies. Just watch. So Kamala Harris believes that the U.S. Navy is going to combat climate change. And that might sound like I'm overreaching by saying it that way, but no, uh, what they're doing is they're setting the, they're setting the stage for um, the next big crisis which I believe in my heart and heart of hearts that is between hyperinflation, which they're very quiet on, you know, inflation. Um, there's inflation, then there's hyperinflation. I believe we're headed towards hyperinflation. But also the next crisis, I believe after that will be um, climate change. They're going to create climate change. Uh, when I say create climate change, what I mean is this. Um, this is from johnnugent.com. U.S. weather control patent for HARP already in 1990, excuse me, 1987, 33 years ago. Says um, U.S. Air Force admits they can control the weather. 
the U.S. Air Force and DARPA would like us to believe they have stopped using the HARP in Alaska for research and experiment. Even then, we all know that there are other HARP systems out there in the form of radar communication and surveillance systems that are rigged on top of mobile platforms that are deployable in any international waters around the world. All they need to do is twist a knob to change the frequency of the main wave to the microwave range. That's key. All they need to do is twist the knob to change the frequency of the main wave to the microwave range for modulated frequency broadcasts and increase the transmission power high enough to reach and heat up the atmosphere above the designated target. And then it goes into the patent, the U.S. patent. Um, again, this is coming from johnnugent.com. All right. It's coming from johnnugent.com. So um, moving on in this article, um, it says here, again, the same principle used in the TV or cell site broadcast is being used on these harp and radar platforms says the only difference in cooking up the sky as opposed to your breakfast is that the voltage needed to transmit the same microwave frequency uh, frequency signal is in the range of hundreds of millions of volts due to the amount of distance that the uh, same signal uh, must tra um, traverse between the antenna and the target. So, um, it says here, your government's harp emitter may need 100 billion watts of sheer power as the patent above has indicated, because it's got a patent here. Again, this is uh, John Denugent, John Denugent.com. And uh, I'm going into that because I see the writing on the wall. The next big crisis and if it's not the next big crisis it's the one right after that because I see what these people are doing so clearly I believe what happened in Texas a couple of months ago I believe it was February-ish somewhere around there was it February when they had the power outage I believe that was a test run Just like right before the pandemic, uh, you had the event 201 where the powers that be, these health experts, supposed health experts, were running a pandemic exercise of what to do if there was a virus outbreak. And this was in October 
of 2019. And by March of 2020, the whole world was locked down due to a pandemic, a virus outbreak, just like what was demonstrated at the Event 201 exercise in October of 2019. So, I'm saying all of that to say this, the powers that be always tip their hand. They always tell you what they're going to do before they do it. So, at some point, I believe um, we're going to see inflation or hyperinflation. All right. Or this climate change scenario is going to go into full effect. You might as well get ready. Now, that one is scary. That's scarier than the virus. Because when they start messing with the weather and they start shutting down uh, EMPs and, you know, you have an EMP shutdown. Man, that's some very dangerous stuff. You're talking about real food shortages and they've already uh, been teasing that, you know, with the cyber attacks that's another that's another crisis. But these are many crises compared to what they will do with the weather. When they see they have all of these crises lined up. You know, it used to be war. Remember when it was war, we were always going to war. Every time you turn around there was another war, there was another conflict. And that's not to say that that's not still on the table because a war with Iran is probably, you know, they wanted Trump to go to war with Iran. That's one of the reasons why John Bolton um, was so pissed off at Trump. Again, I don't know if Trump is a double agent or not. I don't, you know, it's, it's hard to believe if someone gets to that level without being a part of the deep state, <laughs> without being a part of the swamp himself. Um, but I digress. What I'm saying is, um, basically, they have these different crises on the table. And it's just a matter of the order. And sometimes they change their plans. Just like war with Iran, I believe, was on the table. Because if you remember, 2018... There was all this conflict with Iran. Not to go into detail, but if you remember, you remember. And um, when Trump didn't take the bait and go to war with Iran, what, what the powers that be did was they switched it up and they went to something that Anthony Fauci suggested back in 2017 when he said that he will have a outbreak, a nasty outbreak 
before his term is up. Anthony Fauci said this back in 2017. And then sure enough, um, 2020, the pandemic hits. So what I believe happened there was they changed their plan or they changed the order, not the plan, but they changed the order and said, okay, fine. Since he doesn't want to go to war with Iran, we will hit him with the virus, the pandemic. Likewise, um, we're going to see at some point some kind of climate crisis, real climate crisis, and they're going to create it and manipulate it because why? They have the technology. They have the hard program. They're pretending like they don't have it anymore, but they have it. They have it. And you're going to see probably some um, some power outages. That's going to be nasty. Going to hurt a lot of people. A lot of people will be unprepared. You know, and they won't know what to do. You're listening to the World Unmasked podcast via Free Press ATW Radio. It's the free press against the world. So the Washington Post is desperately trying to defend Fauci and trying to make it a point to definitely keep um, Trump's name attached to the pandemic. And I mean that quite literally. Uh, they, they're they not even... See, this is the thing, right? We all know that political-driven uh, media is biased, and that's true on both sides. But when it comes to something like this, critical information as, I mean, this is, this is one of the most important stories in the history of the world. The gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab is not a political issue. But they've made it into one. On the left, they've made it into one. The Washington Post is trying desperately, as all other left-wing media outlets are doing they're trying desperately to cover for Dr. Fauci so called Dr. Fauci they're trying the Washington Post posted several articles and um, not even going to go into them I'm just going to read the headlines to give you an understanding Um, as to the propaganda that they're trying to push. Says here in one article, 
Trump and his allies try to rewrite, distort history of pandemic while casting Fauci as public enemy number one. So they're already trying to, if you, you know, and that, that was published nine days ago from the Washington Post. They're already trying to put this thought in your head that the Trump administration is trying to rewrite history and trying to take the blame of the pandemic off of Trump and put it on Fauci. Well, guess what? Donald Trump is not involved with gain-of-function research. Fauci is. So... When you say Trump is trying to rewrite history and and he's trying to detach himself from the pandemic, well, last time I checked, the President of the United States uh, is not the head of the the um, National Health Institution. Last time I checked. Excuse me, I said in National Institute of Health. So anyways, it's it's amazing to me that this guy, um, Fauci, is getting this much coverage, but, you know, we know how these people are. Um, another publication says, this is the Washington Post again. This was published on June 10th. The lab leak theory will never vindicate Trump. Wow. The lab leak theory will never vindicate Trump. So this is what this is all about. You're never going to actually get into the heart of the matter because they politicize it. They want to make sure that, no, no, we cannot talk about Fauci's gain-of-function research in the eco-health, uh, what's his name, um, Dr. Peter Dasik, Dasik, Dr. Peter Dasik, or however, however the hell you say his name. Let's not talk about that. Let's make sure we don't vindicate Trump because this is what they do. They want to make sure and they know that their little lefty liberal uh, readers, followers, listeners they know that their little lefty liberal supporters is it's all about making sure that Trump isn't vindicated. And their whole thing is, well, we can't admit that Fauci screwed the pooch on this because that would vindicate Trump. Why? Because Trump said some time ago, well, at the beginning of the pandemic, that we ought to investigate the lab in Wuhan. And that has been a, a talking point for Republicans from the beginning. They didn't talk about it enough, but it was a talking point. And people were called crazy, conspiracy theorists. People's YouTube channels been demonetized and some channels even shut down. Twitter accounts shut down. Facebook accounts shut down. And now all of a sudden, the truth is coming out. But they're saying, oh no, we can't, we can't, we cannot say that this is Fauci's fault because that would vindicate Trump. 
imagine a pandemic that shut down the whole entire world. Now, keep in mind, Trump never wanted to shut down the country. There's a difference between what he wanted to do and what he may have felt like he had to do. Right? Big difference. These are the people, they wanted to do this, right? They wanted to do this. But imagine, all you heard throughout all of 2020 was, oh, this many people died, which we know that the numbers are, uh, we, we know what they did. We know what they did. Okay, I don't even have to say it. Chances are, if you're listening to me, you know. You know. They stamped everyone a coronavirus death. Everybody that died in, in 2020 was a coronavirus death. We, we, we know what they did. They had to drive the numbers up. But imagine... Imagine a pandemic for a whole year. All we heard was how many, the number of deaths from the virus. And when we finally get to where the virus may have originated from, gain-of-function research admitted by Dr. Peter Dasik, who, as of December 2019, I believe, he was on, um, on, on camera, on, doing an interview on a podcast on YouTube. It's still up, surprisingly, where he talked about how they could manipulate Coronaviruses, right? As of December 2019. And we're not going to look at that. We're not supposed to look over in that direction. We're supposed to blame Trump. Imagine this. But this is the world that we live in. So we don't have to imagine. Unbelievable. That they're more, they're more concerned with making sure that Trump is not vindicated than they are with bringing you the actual facts. And these are supposed to be the fact checkers, right? These are supposed to be the fact checkers. Another article on May the 12th, 2020. Now, this is to show you that these people have been covering for Fauci the whole time. The Washington Post, again. Trump fueled suspicion of Wuhan lab. Yeah. So, um... This was in, this is May 12, 2020. Trump fueled suspicion of Wuhan lab. This was, keep in mind, this was 
2020, May of 2020. So here's the problem. June 2021, the Washington Post, again, is now saying the lab theory will never vindicate Trump. Well, it's not a theory anymore. And that's the problem. For you, at least, in mainstream media, there's a reason why these networks are losing ratings. There's a reason why CNN has lost 70% of its viewership. There's a reason why. 70%. There's a reason why. No one believes you anymore. No one trusts you anymore. Okay, and it's because of uh, headlines like this when this is clearly uh, this is clear as day a cover up for Anthony Fauci and his gain of function research you are listening to the World Unmasked podcast via Free Press ATW radio it's the free press against the world. All right, so even Kevin Hart has gotten tired of council culture. Kevin Hart um, basically tells council culture to shut the F up. Actor, comedian Kevin Hart has had it with council culture. This article coming from theblaze.com, it says... Um, Kevin Hart knows a thing or two about council culture. And then it goes on into how he was, um, he lost his gig hosting the Academy Awards in 2019 because of some tweets he posted 10 years ago. Um, so anyway, Kevin Hart has had enough. He tells council culture to shut the F up and, you know, he goes on to talk about how when you, you know, you become a celebrity, you know, uh, it's like, you know, people scrutinize every little thing that you do and every little thing that you say, and they never forgive you for things you may have said in the past. Well, newsflash, Kevin Hart, is uh, your little Hollywood circle that you run in your little liberal Hollywood circle, the same people that you hang with, that you vote for probably. I don't know who you vote for, but I'm pretty sure you are a liberal. But guess what? Mainstream liberal media is what created your council culture. The same council culture that you're telling to shut the F up. Guess what? Guess who runs cancel culture? Liberals. The liberals do. The so-called liberals is such an oxymoron. They're not liberal at all. They want to cancel freedom of speech. They're canceling free speech. Just like they did Trump, who uh, held a rally <laughs> on January the 6th. And he never told anybody 
to do any uh, damage to the Capitol, never, never promoted any violence. And there's actual footage of Capitol Police letting the protesters in. Now, most of you have never seen that footage because I know you, you just, you, you don't know anything. You don't, you know, not to insult people, but most people don't know what the hell's going on. But they use that as an excuse to cancel the president of the United States. So, uh, with that being said, I saw this coming a long time ago. I knew we were heading towards a dictatorship when they canceled uh, the white supremacists on YouTube, right? And I said, hmm, okay, that's good and it's bad at the same time because I understand that once they start canceling one group for their freedom of speech, they're going to start canceling all of them. And that's sure enough what they did. So that's how they trick you into going along with um, cancel culture. And not just cancel culture. We need to call it what it is. It's really communism. It's really fascism. It's really authoritarianism. That's what it is. We live in a dictatorship. We just don't know it yet. You live in a dictatorship. And if you don't believe me, upload a video to YouTube talking about the pandemic in the origins of the coronavirus. See what happens. I mean, like, really get into it and see what happens. Okay? And you can say, well, privately owned. Um, you know, it's really sad what is taking place um, over the past 10 years, uh, we've seen this attack on free speech. Now, you know, free speech is something that is very, very important to me because I, I understand. If nothing else, if America didn't get anything else right, one thing they got right was freedom of speech. Why? Because freedom of speech allows your voice to be heard. Well, duh, I'm a podcaster. Guess what? I want my voice to be heard. I got off of YouTube before they even started canceling people. Why did I get off of YouTube? Because I saw the writing on the wall. When they canceled um, Alex Jones, I knew. I knew they were going to start to cancel everyone. And that's how they start off. Like I said, they start off with the white supremacist. We must get rid of the white supremacist. Then they got rid of Farrakhan. So they start off by getting rid of the hate groups. And then it becomes political. And it becomes, well, this group over here is spreading misinformation about the pandemic. We're, we're doing it. We're canceling them for your own good. We're getting rid of we, their, their YouTube channel for your own good, for your, for your own good, right? That's the point. For your own good. We want to protect you from misinformation. No, what they're doing is they're uh, not even slowly anymore, but they're quickly implementing 
a communist, fascist, authoritarian state, society here in America. And they say they're doing it for your own good. We want to protect you from misinformation. And that's how they block real information. How many doctors, how many scientists were blocked, shut down, and were not able to post their videos to YouTube? People that had real concerns about the origins of the um, pandemic, you know, the origins of the virus, I mean, um, and especially the vaccine. They get their channels. We're talking about uh, actual scientists. Not just, you know, it's bad enough that they block normal people such as myself. Regular Joe Schmo such as myself. But they block scientists, doctors, nurses, people that work in the medical fields. I mean, they, you don't know it. That's the, that's, and that's the worst part. You don't even know that these people are being blocked because you, how would you know that they've been blocked if they, if their voices can't be heard anyway? So how do you know these people even been canceled? This was happening all through the pandemic. They changed their, uh, terms of service on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all, all across social media. Why? Because they realized social media was taking over mainstream media. As I said before, CNN has lost 70% of their viewership. Why? Because they keep posting up BS and Trump exposed it. It's fake news. It's fake news. Nobody wants to hear it. What are, what are they talking about? They're still, it's June 2021. June 2021, they are still talking about January the 6th. Nobody wants to hear that. You understand? Trump already exposed these people as liars. Everything that he said, the border. He said there was a crisis at the border. They said he was lying. They said he was, oh, it's conspiracy theory. Right-wing extremist conspiracy theories. Now they really got a crisis at the border. A, a actual real crisis at the border. And people are like, uh, what, what are we going to do about this? And they're just like, oh, let's just pretend like it's not there. That was cute six months ago. Uh, cause they came running to the border by the hundreds of thousands to the border. Uh, once Biden supposedly won the election, allegedly <laughs> we'll get into that. I'm going to wait before I get into that part, but here we are six months later and, uh, you got a real problem. And even some of the mainstream left-wing media is starting to go, uh, Kamala, are you, are you going to do something about this? Because, uh, you know, we got the the uh, midterms. 
coming up in 2022. So, yeah, there's that. And these Republicans are really using this against us right now. So, um, yeah. So basically, the honeymoon is over. And I predicted this. I said, watch. I said, give it to... I was predicting about September. I'm seeing them I'm seeing them crumbling a little bit now. But I think by the end of the year, not everyone, but a lot of people are going to wake up and realize, man, Trump was right about a lot of things. He was right about the Wuhan lab that's come out. The question is how many people are actually paying attention? That's only the people that are actually paying attention. Now, the numbnuts that are just stupid and don't know anything and don't care about nothing, you know, those people that just want their government check, you know, I just want my government check. I don't care about nothing. As long as I get my government check, you know, those people, those government check people, as long as I get my government check, they're not going to know anything about anything and they don't care about anything. So you can't wake them up. But um, people that are actually concerned about what's going on and want to make sure that this pandemic crap doesn't happen again and people that lost their businesses because of the shutdowns, the handling, the mishandling of the pandemic, those people, they're, gonna, they're paying attention and they're watching. And the Dems know they're going to lose those people if they haven't already lost them. And this cancel culture thing isn't going to work anymore. I don't think. I don't think. I think people are getting tired. When you have someone like Kevin Hart, who is a media darling, Kevin Hart is like, he's everywhere. He's in everything. The, the man literally is criticized amongst comedians for being in everything. And when he is saying, I'm, I'm tired of this cancel culture, you know, it's getting bad. It's a lot of pushback coming. At some point, they're going to start to look at who's really doing it. Because it's not coming from the Republicans. It's not coming from conservatives. Conservatives aren't counseling anybody. Conservatives like the conservatives like the discussion. Even if you disagree with them, they want the discussion. It's the so-called liberals, the so-called liberal left, Nazis, the damn uh, authoritarians. They're the ones that hate conversation. They just counsel. They just get offended. They get offended real quick and they cancel you. They take one little thing you might have said during the conversation out of context and they cancel you. I watched them do it during the entire Trump administration, but I digress. You are listening to the World Unmasked podcast via Free Press ATW Radio. It's the free press against the world. 